0: Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses of All podcast. I'm your host, Midnight Star. What you heard was Divine Emotion by Elaine Silver. I'm going to have a bit of a long explanation as to what this show is all about. The topic today is all about something that I know that I'm not the only person that has trouble with, and that is positive and negative emotions and energies. I am not going to go into too much details about my shadow work, but a huge part of the reason why I haven't been to any of my coven's meetings is because I felt that my frustrations were bleeding into that, and I don't want to ruin any of my friendships. It's also funny that I'm talking about this subject and reading a chapter in the book In the Shadow of the Thirteen Moons by Kimberly Sherman Cook. Please buy it on Amazon if you want to do some shadow work of your own. I'll try to remember to post it on the show notes. The chapter that I am reading is all about the problems of stuffing our emotions and how our shadow self deals with that. I'll be talking more about that subject after this song from Levantis called Untamed Energy. I did a show where i talked about the law of attraction about like attracting like the law of attraction is all about being so positive all the time that good things will come to you well that's not the case in real life i believe that one needs a good balance of good and bad emotions and energies the challenge is how to express the negative emotions and energies without being destructive what does this have to do with paganism well, it's not just spell work that you have to be in the mood for, but for ritual as well. This also has something to do with the threefold law in our Wiccan and Read, which goes, Mind the threefold law ye should, three times bad and three times good. I mean that if you are happy and you do a positive spell, say a wealth spell or a job spell, there will be a job plus two other good things that will come to you. If you are angry at someone and you do a spell to hurt them, then bad things will come to you three times. In my case, I am doing shadow work in order for me to figure out how to work with my anger, frustration, depression, and loneliness in a positive way. Currently, my shadow self right now is frustrated and bored at work to the point where it's showing up in my relationships with other fellow pagans. More frustration than boredom. That's why I don't want to go to the meetings and rather attend ritual. By the way, since I have been somewhat isolating myself, except work, I have been feeling lonely and depressed. But how else am I going to fix my anger issues when I don't want to lose any of my friendships? For me, just attending ritual that my group puts out, it's a way for me to heal myself. Austera is coming soon, which means a new beginning. It's a way for me to reflect on what I want to change in myself in order for something new to come into my life. I just read a pagan article which mentions that emotions are how you perceive them. In today's society, we view anger, depression, loneliness, and frustration as something bad to avoid and only focus on happy feelings like love, joy, and passion. But in reality, when we stuff all those negative emotions down and try to pretend to be happy, we do it to the point where, sooner or later, the volcano of negative emotions will erupt. To me, negative emotions and energies tell us that there's something not going right with our lives, and we need to pay attention to them in order to change and make us happy. That's why I think we need this balance of both types of emotions. If that negative emotion is not expressed in a positive way, then later on in your life, that emotion will manifest itself into a disease of some sort. In the next segment, I am going to talk about people who are constantly affected by other people's emotions, called empaths. Here's another song from Elaine Silver called Happy and Grateful Swing. One, two, oh, one, two, three, four.
1: I'm so grateful because I can clearly see I'm so happy and I'm so grateful I'm in ecstasy The joy that bubbles up in me keeps me warm and trouble-free
2: I'm happy, yes I am I'm happy, yes I am
0: For the spirit guide of the week, this next spirit guide comes from West Africa, and his name is Babalu I. Babalu Ai is mostly known as the spirit of smallpox. He is not only the disease, but also the vaccine. Otherwise, he protects against it too. Babalu is not just a smallpox god, but he has dominion over all types of skin conditions, major or minor. He controls all illness of the skin, like measles and chickenpox. Babaluai is also the god of infections and viral diseases. He is a patron spirit that protects those who are suffering from HIV and AIDS. Not only is Babaluai a disease god, he owns all the secrets of death and cemeteries. One myth about him was that he was once a handsome prince who was punished with smallpox by the creator for breaking some sort of spiritual law. What you can offer Babaluai on your altar are the following. Popcorn, roasted corn, sesame seeds candy, cookies, cigars, cowrie shells, cooked chicken, white wine, and milligros when you request healing from him. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week. That was King's Africa Rifles by Ruth Barrett. Do you have a friend that is a constant drama queen and drains your energy? Do you have a family member who constantly complains and feels better when they load all that negative emotion onto you? Do you hate crowds? Are you an emotional sponge around coworkers? If so, you are an empath. Empaths are people who absorb everyone else's emotions around them whether it be negative or positive, I too am an empath. I finally realized that after a public argument with a family member that I had a few years ago, I remember at the beginning of a week long trip to see family, I was feeling nonchalant. Then I had that argument at a restaurant with this relative. After that, I was bitter and angry for the rest of the week. I talked to another family member about this person, and it turns out that they were going through a divorce. Otherwise, they were bitter and angry themselves. Just recently, I had a one-week staycation. Before that, I was bored and frustrated at work. When I had that week off, I was mostly at home watching the Winter Olympics, but I did go out to do some grocery shopping and do my shadow work. I was feeling fine, but when I went back to work, the boredom and frustration came back. I still don't know who besides myself is also bored at work there. There is another thing that all empaths think about. Was the emotion theirs or someone else's? If you think that you're an empath, there are lots of resources out there that can help you out. As for helping you with how to cope with all these emotions coming at you at once, my suggestion is to find a shielding exercise that might work for you. Other things that might work not only for empaths, but for everyone who is having issues expressing their emotions, is to get some counseling. I would do it myself, but I want to find a counselor that is confidential and doesn't cost an arm and a leg. It's hard to find one that is like that where I live. I say confidential in the sense that a few years ago, in my current position, I did talk to a counselor about my problems at lunch. This person didn't say that they were confidential. I can't remember the word that they used. But my boss found out about what I have said to this counselor and he wasn't happy. Otherwise, my job is the reason why I don't want to see a counselor. The other thing that is suggested everywhere that one can do to express their emotions is to write in your journal. Well, here's an article from psychologytoday.com talking about the positive and negative effects of journaling. The article is called The Good and the Bad of Journaling. Here are the good points. It makes you step back and evaluate yourself. It will help you explore some solutions. It brings your emotions and motivations into alignment with your values. It turns negative energy into positive creativity. Journaling lowers emotional reactivity. It helps you see the other person's point of view. And it helps you look for a course of action. Here are the negative effects of journaling according to psychologytoday.com. It makes you not get out of your own head. That is sometimes hard for me to do. Journaling makes you a passive observer in life. It's a vehicle of blame with no solution and you wallow in negative things that happened to you. The last time that I have journaled, which was a week or so ago, I found myself complaining big time. It didn't help me at all to find a solution to my problem. Another thing that I have to add here that is not in the article is also another negative effect of journaling, and that is finding the time and motivation to write every day. There are times where someone doesn't want to write in their journal. For those of you who think that journaling is helpful, it isn't always. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't write, you can still do that. But journaling isn't for everyone who wants to express their negative emotions in a positive way. Here's Alexander James Adams with Journey Through the Dark.
3: When it's pursuing, I will fight or I will burn. The shadow is empowered, leaving a life so bleak and stark. I choose courage over coward as I journey through the dark.
2: I will follow my
3: own choices that will tell me where to go. I will. The voices Ones that tell me I don't know The way that I must travel So that I may hit my mark To make this shaded curse unravel As I journey through the dark
2: Oh, cash and stack.
3: Succeeded, all will be returned to light. This path of shadow danger, on which I must now embark, will be a permanent soul changer as I journey through the dark. Oh, Cash and Stag! Shadow Crusade. Oh, cash and-
0: Here's a dream symbol to interpret. Today's dream symbol is hands and dreams. Hands and dreams usually represents how you connect to the world and those around you in your waking life. It can also be a metaphor to lend a hand. The left hand in your dreams symbolizes feminine receptive qualities and the right is the masculine and active qualities. If in your dreams, your hands are either rough or hairy, it means that you lack gentleness in dealing with others. If you dreamed that your hands are itchy, it's telling you about your own issues with money. If you dreamed that you are washing your hands, it represents an issue that you are worried about that needs to be worked through. If you dreamed that you are holding hands with someone, That means love, affection, and the connection with that person. To dream that your hands are detached or disembodied, it's saying that you are not getting your point across and being misunderstood. And to dream that you see a baby's disembodied hands either represents your maternal eagerness or your desire to feel needed. That is it for this week's Dream Symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming. It's time for a nice, deep, and relaxing meditation. This next meditation comes from BeliefNet.com and it's from spiritual counselor, Reverend Vic Furman. This one is called Meditation for a Happy You. Take a few deep breaths and allow your body to take in all the air that it needs. Imagine your entire body softening. Begin by thanking the divine for all the gifts in your life right now. Appreciating where we have been in a magical key to moving forward. Every situation and relationship from your past has taught you something useful and has made you who you are today. Now notice those things that have outlived their usefulness. What keeps you stuck? What stops you from living your deepest dreams? Recognize the obstacles of achieving the changes that you choose for your life. Begin to make mental notes of all those things that you are ready to release. Where are you still holding resentment towards another? Towards yourself. Let all your fears worries, doubts, disappointments, and anger surface in your mind. Envision them as a muddy stream that flows out of you as you breathe. See yourself releasing old hurts, sadness, imbalance, and injustice in your life from the past and present. Feel them dissolving, pouring out of your body. Just let them go. Release all the should haves, could haves, if onlys. There are many layers to let go of, so for now, let go of those things that you are able to. Just let them go. Now see what items, relationships, or situations you have outgrown or that need to shift in some way. Take time to express gratitude for the lessons learned and visualize them gently leaving or changing to promote your new reality. As you free yourself from the past, open up space for fresh, honest relationships and exciting new opportunities to come into your life. As the old energies flow out, experience a new lightness, Feel a new power and vitality entering into your mind and body, opening up space for compassion, for forgiveness, for health, for prosperity and success. Invite those people who are able to respect and honor your growth and change. Dwell in this new space for a short time. Opening your heart and expressing gratitude for the opportunity to grow and move forward. Honor and acknowledge yourself for the courage to clear house and let go. Now imagine you can breathe in the qualities that you need for this new part of your life. Breathe in courage to be true to yourself. Just breathe it in. Breathe in patience, discipline, spontaneity, anything that you feel would assist you from this new beginning. See yourself as strong and positive. In your mind's eye, picture what you would like to receive in your life and imagine yourself easily receiving these gifts. Feel yourself radiating with positive energy as you attract new people, ideas and situations. See yourself joyful and content with this new reality. Slowly begin to deepen your breaths. Gently move your fingers and toes. Gently begin to turn your head from side to side. Keep your eyes closed. Take three final deep breaths. When you are ready, you may open your eyes. Fountain of Energy by Levantis. The song that you heard before that was Hands by Ruth Barrett. First off, I'd like to thank Firelight for sharing this podcast with his fans. He is the host of two pagan podcasts, Inciting a Riot and Inciting a Bruhaha. So go check those ones out. Not only can you share and like this podcast through Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, or wherever you hear this show, you can also comment and make a suggestion. I'm going to leave you with Rage of Butterfly by Emerald Rose. Blessed be.
4: warning they will call you a heathen fool and they say that it's not a problem they say that we're not to blame as they dig up another thousand tons and put it to the flame. but the wind and the waves are rising Sky. and the giant storms are spun to light feel the winds of chaos cry Now the priests say, God will save us, for death must be God's will. And the comet giants pay no heed, as their treasure chests they fill. And the armies dance their dances, while the children starve and die. But their bullets cannot stop the beast, that rises in the sky. But the wind and the waves are rising in the warming carbon sky. And the giant stones are spun to life. Hear the winds of chaos cry. Feel the rage of the butterfly. expense today. The winds of chance will grow one seed, though we-